0: News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories: the chief executive says Hong Kong has never been in a better position to capitalise on one country, two systems. Thousands of Hong Kong residents start to receive the second instalment of consumption vouchers and the US Congress averts a major shutdown that would have affected hundreds of thousands of federal workers. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says that thanks to what she called the double protection by the national security law and the revamped electoral system, Hong Kong is now genuinely on the right path of one country, two systems. Timmy Sung reports.
1: Speaking at a reception to celebrate National Day, Carrie Lam said Hong Kong has never been in a better position since the handover to capitalise on its advantages under the one country, two systems principle and to more proactively integrate into the country's development. The chief executive says so long as Hong Kong returns to the original intent of the principle, safeguards the country's sovereignty and development interests, and ensures that patriots administer the SAR, its businesses and people, will only have more opportunities on the mainland. She said that when celebrating National Day, people should appreciate Beijing's continuous care for Hong Kongers and its determination to uphold the one country, two systems principle. And she said that in return, Hong Kong people should respond in a way that can reassure the central government.
0: Meanwhile, four members of the League of Social Democrats marched to Wan Chai's convention and exhibition centre where the flag-raising ceremony and reception took place to demand authorities release what they described as political prisoners. The first batch of Hong Kong residents who registered electronically are getting their second installment of consumption vouchers today. It's part of a raft of government measures to boost the SAR's economy. Wong Ying Ting spoke to one of the people waiting for a cash handout today.
2: Dozens of people were seen queuing up at a convenience store in Tai Taikushing this morning. They said an extra $20 would be added to their Octopus accounts if they redeemed their money at the store. Victor Au, one of those who waited in line for more than 15 minutes, says the vouchers are helping to boost the SAR's economy, and he's more willing to splash out on luxury goods.
1: Actually, I wanted to upgrade my camera, so it would be a good way to spend it. I think it's, it serves as a good incentive, give people a good motivation, a good cause to spend. So it definitely helps to you know boost
2: up. Anyone who registers electronically between July the 4th and July the 17th will receive $3,000, provided they opted to use either Alipay, Tab and Go, or the WeChat e-wallet. Those who opted to use an Octopus card or app will get $2,000, and the remaining $1,000 will be paid on December the 16th at the earliest, subject to spending requirements.
0: President Biden has signed into law a temporary funding bill that will avoid a government shutdown that would have affected hundreds of thousands of federal workers. The U.S. Congress narrowly passed the legislation just hours before the funding lapsed. The opposition Republicans supported the Democrats in the vote in the Senate and then the House of Representatives. Here's the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi.
2: With this continuing resolution, we not only keep government open, keep checks flowing to our veterans and Social Security recipients and the rest but it's about um, again science at the national institutes of health the education of our children the protection of our environment it's just a remarkable thing to think of all the things that we can do working together for the people
0: the australian prime minister scott morrison says fully vaccinated australians will be able to travel freely from november here's the bbc's shaima khalil
2: New South Wales, Australia's most populous state, is set to be the first to open its international borders with a seven-day home quarantine for fully vaccinated travellers. The move will mean an end to hotel quarantine rules, making it easier for thousands of Australians stranded abroad to return home. People entering Australia will have to be vaccinated with a COVID-19 jab approved by the country's medical authorities. But two vaccines from China and India are also set to be accepted for travel. The country's borders were shut in March last year to all non-citizens, with Australian nationals and permanent residents required to seek a government-issued exemption to travel.
0: Portugal is due to lift almost all of its restrictions that were imposed to limit the spread of the coronavirus. With more than 85% of its residents now fully vaccinated, the vaccination task force has been wound up. The government will no longer recommend remote working. Masks will not be required in the street or even in most shops. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. North Korean state media says the country has fired a newly developed anti aircraft missile. It said the test was conducted on Thursday to evaluate the missile's launcher, radar, and combat performance. It's the fourth new weapons system tested by Pyongyang in September, as talks aimed at disarming the country have stalled. The US Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, has said that North Korea is increasing insecurity and instability in the region. We're evaluating and assessing
1: the launches to understand exactly what they did, what technology they used. But regardless, we've seen repeated violations now of U.N. Security Council resolutions that the international community needs
0: to take very seriously. Our envoy for, uh, for North Korea is now actually talking to the uh, South Koreans and the Japanese who are engaged in very active conversations uh, with them on the way forward. The Hollywood studio Disney has settled its breach of contract lawsuit with the actress Scarlett Johansson. Miss Johansson alleged that her film Black Widow was meant to receive an exclusive cinema release and that her contract had been breached when it had been simultaneously streamed on the Disney Plus channel. Disney countered that Miss Johansson had still earned $20 million from the movie. Sport and football, and with the latest from the Europa League and
1: other games, here's the BBC's Paul Serres. It's been a busy night in the Europa League group stage. Leicester City's poor start in the competition continued. Their boss Brendan Rodgers made six changes as the Foxes were beaten 1-0 by Legia in Warsaw, their second defeat in two games. West Ham were 2-0 winners over Rapid Vienna at the London Stadium. Declan Rice and Saeed Benrahma with the goals for the Hammers. Tottenham found some form in the Europa Conference League with a 5-1 win over the Slovenian side NS Mura. Harry Kane came off the bench on the hour mark to score a hat-trick for Spurs.
0: An independent investigation commissioned by World Boxing's governing body has found that numerous fights at the Rio Olympics in 2016 were rigged. The head of the investigation, Richard McLaren, said 14 bouts had been manipulated, including the super-heavyweight final, but there's no suggestion that the boxers were aware. The bantamweight quarterfinal between Ireland's Michael Conlan and Russia's Vladimir Nikitin is one of the bouts that's been investigated. Conlan, who many thought should have won, said at the time that he thought the fight was rigged. He gave his reaction to the report.
3: It's been a long time coming for it to be of called out the way it is. Um, so, this night, I didn't even expect this to happen. I didn't expect this report to, to be even done. And the fact that it has been done now and the result. Has come in, and my fate, my fate has been been called up. It's it's not new news to me, but it's it's a uh, it's certainly good news in a way.
0: Formula One bosses have confirmed that Qatar will make its racing debut on the calendar in November, filling the gap caused by the cancellation of the Australian Grand Prix. This means that the last three races of the year will all take place in the Middle East, with Grand Prix in Saudi Arabia and Abu Dhabi to follow. In addition, Qatar has signed a 10-year deal to host races from 2023. Here's Formula One CEO Stefano Domenicali.
3: You know, we were living a COVID situation that forced us to be always flexible and find solutions. And this year, starting the discussion in April, it was uh, incredible the way that we saw the Qatari Federation to be ready to host the Grand Prix because uh, we had the chance to have one race instead of another venue that uh, canceled the race. And that was an incredible moment where we we have seen uh, the vision of uh, the Qatari Federation to be part of the F1 family. And uh, from that moment, of course, we were talking about the future and the step versus the future of thinking what has been announced, uh, a, a strong partisan for the future, was very, very short and immediate.
0: Rugby now and the Springboks plan to unleash another box kick bombardment against the all Blacks tomorrow as the World Champions face the prospect of four straight defeats for the first time since 2016. Critics have attacked the South Africans' kicking game in their 1917 loss to New Zealand last week, but the Springboks still believe the game plan can deliver victory in the return fixture on Australia's Gold Coast. The Box have now lost three consecutive games, two to Australia and one to New Zealand. Cricket and Australia's test captain Tim Payne says the Ashes will go ahead with or without Joe Root after the England skipper refused to commit until there was more clarity around coronavirus quarantine rules. Cricket Australia is negotiating with Canberra and their English counterparts over what type of biosecurity bubble players may have to endure down under and whether their families can come. However, Payne, who's recovering from neck surgery, says that the series will go ahead with or without Joe Root. To the weather, sunny periods... ...apart from isolated showers. Very hot during the day with one or two thunderstorms later on. Winds will be light. The outlook, sunny periods tomorrow, apart from isolated showers. Winds will be fresh with a few showers early next week. And the current temperature is 32 degrees Celsius and the humidity is 70%. You're listening to the news on RTHK.
1: Cheers, Barry. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's an extended morning brew through Until Two with James Ross. Hope you're enjoying your National Day holiday.
3: i to love. Me, so now I'm gone
1: Oh, bit of an 80s anthem. Uh, Mark Almonds and Soft Cell and, yeah, Tainted Love. Going to talk about the entertainment business. Will it come back to normal? We hope so. Uh, Neil Newman joining us in a few moments from now.